Hi, I'm Michael Hutchins from Excess. Thank you very much for coming backstage with Access All Areas, okay? Hope you have a good time. Welcome to Inexos Access All Areas. My name is B, and I will be co-hosting this series of podcasts with my Inexos nerd Hayden Murdoch. We will be delving deep with you all to explore everything there is to know about this iconic band of brothers in Excess, sharing music, tours, videos, albums, and oh, so much more. Well, hello and welcome to Inexos Access All Areas, episode one hundred and seven of the podcast that aims to dive deep into this legendary band. Have fun in, with a community of like-minded people. Brainwash those who don't respect the band. And do it with my compadre, B, who I've got to laugh at you, B. You're in Coffs Harbour that's 24 degrees and you're rugged up like you're in Birmingham. What's going on? <laughs> We've even got the heater on as well. <laughs> I know What's the temperature there on. today? I'm I Googling. have no idea, but oh, my looking... body temperature's all over the place. Okay. Well, the time yeah. of recording, we can let listeners know it is the first day of June today at the time yes. of recording. So Winter. Uh, yeah, well, it is technically <laughs> winter, but I have a bit of a theory, B, that you guys who end up living up in the northern part of Australia, Australia, tend to adapt to the heat, but not the cold. Yeah, I, I agree. It's a it's the chill factor at the moment, but I'm in my little cocoon of a studio, so I'm pretty happy. Yeah, B, just to expose the very uh, softness that you are. It is 18 degrees with the sun out today. Now, Have where you I, it? I'm on the I'm at the moment real time here, and in Melbourne it is 11 degrees. <laughs> And I'm, I'm dancing here with a T-shirt and a light top on and you're rugged up with a bloody scarf that could uh, do any Canadian layers. proud. Layers. I've got yeah. layers and layers. Anyway, we must say that's probably uh, appropriate to rug up because we've both been a bit ill the last couple of weeks in terms of having the lurgy and things. Um, mm-hmm. But look, nice to see you got your voice back and we can get into recording. And I guess we had a bit of fun last time with the Rock and Roll show, didn't we? Oh, yeah, we did. We did. I want to thank everybody for your get well messages, first of all. So thank you very yep. much for that. And thank you to Laurie for staying stepping in for that little mini micro recording that you did. That was quite fun listening to you two um, yeah. talking. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, if you, good, ever gets, if you ever get sick again, well, you yeah. know, no maybe, we, maybe we need to have that sort of thing where Darren Jones can fill in for me and then Laurie can fill in for you. And then at the start of each podcast, we can say the role of B today is being played by. <laughs> oh, I quite like Which is, I think it. we did that with Laurie the other day, didn't we? <laughs> yeah, 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 that'd be fun. I think, can I, can I choose who steps in for you, Tim? All <laughs> oh, right, yeah, well, that's, that would be, that'd be a big step up. But, yeah. but, but it's always that groan into the theatre if you go to a uh, theatre show and say, tonight the role of, uh, you know, uh, um, Jim Carrey is being played by some no-name, you know? So oh, yeah, yeah. it's always... Grown in the audience, but um, we're an NXS podcast, so we better straighten up. Um, we did rock and rolls the other week. We found that it did strike a bit of a chord, and some of our listeners have been able to unearth uh, some better footage than YouTube. B, is that right? Yeah. So um, yeah. So we heard that iTunes actually took it off um, the iTunes catalog, and for yep. those people that had actually bought it, it's been taken out of your um, library. So go check on that because you bought that. So God knows what um, iTunes were doing because they brought it out to coincide when 
William got married to Kate, I believe. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, I mean, I think I might have mentioned the episode. It seemed like it was an Australian, New Zealand, and Mexico release around 2011. Ooh, oh, getting cross wires with that maybe, one. Maybe, maybe it's around the time that they bloody took one out and put the U2 album in. I can't oh, yeah, that. yeah, <laughs> yeah, never mind. Anyway, yeah. so um, so anyway, we've got that terrific prize that Duran Jones has given us that we will uh, talk about probably again later. But yep. um, lots of um, emails coming in through that. So thank you, everybody. Um, yep. You've gone straight into my hat. Your hat. Oh, mm-hmm. yes. We, that's right. This is where the famous hat where we draw prizes and things from. So mm-hmm. uh, we have a good response from people who have uh, been very keen to, uh, I guess, get access to that special uh, vinyl promo copy that Darren's mm-hmm. donated. Mm-hmm. So uh, when, do, when do we draw that out? Is that next week? Or? I haven't decided yet. All oh, right. Okay. <laughs> All right. Cool. Well, we'll elaborate a bit on the end of the show. But um, I guess uh, overall, B, I'm going to ask you, how's your excess fortnight been? Wow, it's been rather large. And the best medicine that I got to get me out of bed and put my makeup on and put my excess shoes on was I got a message via Instagram saying, hey, um, live baby liver in town. Would you like to come and meet the boys? Thought about it for about two seconds, I suppose. And I did. I put my (laughs) shoes on and I went straight down. Don't tell work. I'm sorry, girls. Anyway, I went in and uh, introduced myself. What an absolutely gorgeous set of lads um i yeah. want to give a big shout out to justin and matt they are the bass player and the keyboard player and they started this band eight years ago um sorry i was so sick we had to do social distancing and we did an interview in the car park it was really rock and roll wow. it was really good fun um and simon is the lead singer social he- distancing now well because of i was so sick oh, right, okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Simon. That would have been a, that would have been hard for you to social distance from a couple of lusty young band oh. members. Well, they are pretty hot. I must admit, <laughs> <laughs> you won't say any more than that. Anyway, got Simon, your mojo back, huh? It really did. Yeah. It really did. And they said, you know, listen to the sound check because it was only about three o'clock in the afternoon, and then I was like. Listen to the sound check for I mean, they are pretty good actually. They're pretty tight. Yep. The the the, the um, I want to give a shout out to Chris as well, actually, the drummer, because he actually listens to the show, which was oh. nice. Well, that might be good because they may come up in the new section later, B. So it's just coincidental that you've met them and then mm. oh, I've got a little section of the news about them. I think there's a lifting game here that, you know, all, all the tribute bands are brilliant. They're doing it for In Excess because In Excess aren't lo- they're playing live anymore. If you want to get your dose of In Excess, then this is how you're going to do it. They're not in competition with each other. They're doing it for the love of In Excess. So we yeah, go out and support They're inspired them. to play the music and stuff like that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Um, but I want to talk about Simon because he was over here. He's very much like Michael in a way. I'm not saying he's trying to pose as Michael, but mm-hmm. his presence was there. But he was very shy, and he, he kept himself, you know, back. And then once he was on stage, he was just so brilliant. He's got the moves going and the voice, and mm. definitely recommend going to see them. So we'll have to catch up, Hayden, and go and see mm. these boys together. Mm. Okay, excellent, All right. Well, anything else come across your desk in the last couple of weeks you want to share? I want to share just a little thing because, you know, we were talking about the young kids listening to In Excess and everything. Well, not only did my kids bring back from their camping trip the gift of this horrible lurgy, but I actually got a little phone call from my gorgeous daughter saying, Mommy, listen, listen. And the whole coach 
was singing Never Tear Us Apart. <laughs> it was playing on a, someone's playlist and the, all the kids, 14, 13 year olds, were singing on the coach, Never Tear Us Apart. <laughs> it just warned me. It was very Fantastic. beautiful. Fantastic. Fantastic. Mm. All right. Well, we are very supported by our patron group. These are the people that have kept us going, both motivation-wise and also financially, uh, and plus just contribution. So it's over to you, B, to welcome them aboard for another week. I'd like to say hello to everybody outside on the highway. Let's all say hello to everybody outside. It's about 10,000 people at least. Hello. Hello to our honorary members, Nick Egan, Mark Opitz, Cameron Adams, Mary Woods and Darren Jones, our beautiful patrons, Sue D, Joe Robbins, Carmen, Laurie, Carrie-Anne, Danielle, Sarah Markham, Sarah Camier, Dr. Jim, Katie, Lisa Mack, Lisa Calloway, Anne-Marie, Susan P, Susan B, Foxy, Pedro, Mandy, Matt, Linda, Yvonne, Caroline, Amanda H, Amanda V, Leon, David, Tracy, Paul Jolie, Paul Boozy, Paul Bridges, Paul Buckley, Sandrine, Ella, Ryder, Tony, Erica, Abigail, Martin, Stefan, Val, Jim, Matey, Kelly, John, Jackie, Sean, Sheila, Shannon, Helen, Brett, Suzanne, Glenn, Laurel, Bard, Genevieve, Shelby, Manny, Laurie, Jill, Laos, Yeo, <laughs> get them on mix every week, um, Heidi, Paula, Lisa, Urban, Angie, Michael, Nancy, Juliet, Jenny, Scott, Anthea and Maria. Congratulations on being our gorgeous patrons and welcome to the show. more patrons uh we've got lots of things coming up it's never been a better time and we've got some things with our silver and above uh i guess competition winners are going to be eligible for a lot of prizes and things be so i guess a good time to join if you're not there yet yes it is a good time to join because we're hitting um our facebook page group which is um if you're a patron we invite you into this special group called the in excess super fans and helen is going to be um engaging with you all and starting the quiz. So that will be fun. We'll be doing that once a week. And um, we had a taste of it while we were all yes. together, didn't we? Yes. And she's got many more questions. So she is super excited to take this little job on. So um, she's going to be um, yeah, putting some topics out there. So we'll all be engaging a little bit more in the super fan page. Yes. So as my father taught me as a kid, you know, don't just be an audience member clapping, be a supporter. So if you like what we do, don't just listen to us, support us, because uh, we like to think we're trying to do something that uh, is pretty unique out there. We're the only sort of 52-week uh, a year, or 49 weeks a year probably, podcast dedicated to this great band. So thank you if you can come on board. Um, but, be a topic of the week this week, this is a pretty interesting one. I think this has gone viral. I think uh, we've uh, had a bit of a collaborative thing in the last week or two where I gave a bit of a hint in the Rock and Rolls episode that we would do an episode on Michael, uh, which was really geared around his uh, top 10 
primal moments, although we may have called it sexy moments, okay? Let's be honest. And uh, let's just say that uh, all the platforms, email, texting, messenger, OnlyFans, um, they've all gone off, okay, <laughs> B? <laughs> uh, so we are in a situation now where we are going to be reading on a massive list later, but uh, it's nominations sort of, uh, well, it's submission week, I guess, for this particular topic, and next week's going to be announcement of the nominations going down to the winner, ultimate winner. B, you've been inundated. You've screenshot me uh, the list, so it's pretty chunky, isn't it? Very chunky. Any any chance for the girls and, and the boys to talk about Michael and um, what they think is pretty hot about him? Um, yeah, they've all come out the woodwork, and there's some uh, pretty personal ones in there too. <laughs> <laughs> all right, no problems. Well, uh, what's the time for? It's time for the news. Hi, it's Dave from England, and you're listening to In Excess Access All Areas with Hayden and B. And now it's time for the news. All right. Well, uh, news time, B. Uh, in the two weeks since we sort of recorded, uh, unfortunately, it's been two weeks with no chart activity. The greatest hits is out of the top 50. So I think it's uh, never had three weeks in a row out of the top 50 for about seven years. So we urgent, Where urgently it? need... Well, I can't see. It's out of the, the top 50, so <laughs> it's in Etherland. So if it flips back in, it'll probably show mm-hmm. where it was, like 60 or 70 or whatever there. So come on, people, get out and do yeah. some favour. Okay. So, um, however, on sort of more positive news, I guess, uh, John Stevens through Gigs, Gig Watch, uh, is playing a return concert back at the Palais Hotel where he was in February this year. So... I don't know whether it was just one of the shows that was rescheduled because of COVID, but he he played a sold-out show in February and now he's playing, it looks like, another sold-out show in, uh, well, June the 25th, uh, which is only three and a bit weeks away. So it's come around very, very fast. Also, B, the Don't Change Boys are doing a tribute to the Mooney Beach Hotel on the 18th of June. Now, that Mooney Beach Hotel reminds me of you. Now, you look a bit like, oh, shucks, I can't go. I'm not in town. Well, is that right? It's, it's, it's even worse. I am in town and right. it's my daughter's birthday. Oh. So she's having a sleepover with a load of mates come in. So my dilemma is, do I leave my husband to look after? Correct. Your... <laughs> Correct. <laughs> Just well, get him off. Oh, I'm invited well, all the kids around it, the well, neighbourhood. <laughs> maybe take, maybe you know, do what we have in the eighties when you were your daughter's age, and take all the girls down there and get them fake IDs, and they can all go and have a great yeah, night. Yeah, yeah, I'll have to get a pen out and do the some. The parents would be ID. happy with that. Oh, I reckon, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so Karen Peters, yes, you can stay over, but there will be a load of um, of her eighteen year olds here as well. Is Karen going up for it? Is she? I think Karen wants to come and stay. Yeah, Karen, take this with a grain of salt, and love it's mentioning, but you really are a oh, she's a, a mega fan. She's the Kate Hudson of almost famous. Uh, she is the number one fan. Uh, oh, God knows at- how much money she, she, she <laughs> must have a share in, in Virgin. So um, just to get this date things. right, it's the 18th of June, mm. uh, Mooney Beach Hotel, mm. uh, the Don't Change Boys. Did they change? Was this a rescheduled gig for them, I think? Yes, or- it was a rescheduled yeah. gig. Okay. I mean, they're definitely worth going to see. I really, really want to see them. I haven't okay. seen have seen. I, I mean, I missed the last one, didn't I? Yeah. I have to sneak out. They'll be back again. But look, I'll just put uh, a movie on and go. There you go. <laughs> Well, uh, Live Baby Live, you mentioned a bit earlier, the boys mm. there are playing a couple of gigs across sort of the Newcastle region. I think one is at the, uh, and I'll try to pronounce this right, uh, 
Batu or Batau or Batau or Batau uh, Bay Hotel uh, on June the 12th, which is, I think, that long weekend, our Queen's birthday holiday weekend, mm-hmm. or as you in England say, a bank holiday. And October 8th, I think, in Cahiba, um, which is sort of in that Newcastle vicinity, they're playing again there. But uh, we may involve ourselves with the Live Baby Live Boys over the next few weeks. weeks B, you've met the band, as you said earlier. Mm-hmm. I love them. No? Oh, I'm sucking it. I'm sucking the sweet while we're. Yeah, Bee's munching episode. a cough lolly at the moment. So uh, she's, she's uh, a, a dual action. Lubrication. There, but, uh, yeah, there you go. Lubricating the throat. Also, too, as we said, I think a couple weeks ago in November, it looks like the Hoyt Cinema in Forest Hill Chase, Melbourne, which is one of the biggest shopping centres, has a big cinema complex there, and they are putting on the Live Baby Live concert at Wembley, which will be something that we hope to do an episode there at through the modern technologies that we do. But I did sort of speak to a couple of people the other day and be great if we can make a bit of an event about this. So I think uh, if everyone in the audience out there who listen to uh, especially in Australia, powder, keep your pen dry and maybe open up that November, I think November 12th it is, uh, we'll confirm. Uh, we are trying to put something together where we can sort of uh, align ourselves to that particular night and uh, hopefully get a big crowd along. It'd be fantastic. I don't know where your source is. Have you found out that uh, uh, it's going to be played on that date? Well, it was advertised, so and I've got it in my sort of uh, Google items and things like that. So, okay. um, but I, but I am I have followed up with an email to Hoyt, so I'm waiting to hear back. So if they don't respond mm. soon, I'll make a phone call. When you said it, I thought, oh, I'll check that out because that's a long way off in November yeah. and stuff. And I put it in, and it came up with yeah Hoyt um, in 2017. Did it? You might want to check it. Well, that would be a that would be a complete <laughs> fuck a fuck up, wouldn't it? Then, I know. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. what I say on air. Oh bugger! We may maybe we won't even put them back on again. But uh, <laughs> anyway, I'll double uh, check. I generally up. check my news items, but I'll mm. double check just in case. It did yeah. it did feel like it was fresh, but anyway. Mm. Also, in terms of alternate podcast B now, we seem to get emails from these guys, and you might, I think you might have sent me a text earlier. But uh, the Infectious Groove podcast. Oh, I love okay. them too. Three. American yeah, uh, podcast. Yeah, they've just done a 45-minute uh, deep dive on the Kick album, uh, <laughs> which uh, I guess 45 minutes is great when you get an album review of that. I mean, we did four episodes of our album reviews, but uh, we are specialised on NXS. But I haven't listened yet, but I had a little sample check to see from the five-minute mark to the 40-minute mark if they were talking about it, and they were. So it yeah. uh, looks like a, a reasonable deep dive there. Yeah, with yeah, good no, opinions. They're, they're great. They're great. Um, I'm, not, I'm not too sure about the girl. She mm. needs to be educated by me. Oh, you girls are all bitchy anyway, you know. Like, bloody cat, cat fights, of course you're going to have a problem with the girl. You're just jealous of her, you know. And she's jealous of you. She doesn't even know you. Bloody cat fights. <laughs> you listen and then you come back oh, to me. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. All right. I'll give a review on the girl, not the album. Okay, we know what the album is. We go through this sort of stuff, but I do want to highlight a bit. I guess uh, trading or buying of uh, in excess material and stuff like that. There's lots of stuff going around the world. And just for those who aren't as educated, there's official merchandise or official band items, and then you'll find what you call as the bootleg market. 
look, bootleg markets, money doesn't go to the band. So, you know, principally there's always a bit of an issue with that. There are sometimes, you know, what you call bootlegs, which is unofficial merchandise where it might be a, a taping or recording of something outside the normal sort of production of in-house with the band. But overall, there's still lots and lots of goodies that seem to be trading around the world, even official stuff like, you know, CD singles and vinyl and all that sort of stuff. So we do want to shout out to, you know, David and Pedro have a great sort of collector's type club that they run, I believe. They also, well, also within sort of the, the broader musical world, there's lots and lots of in excess items that are being traded around. So, you know, if you are a collector, you know, and just put Google Alerts in excess into your browsers and things and you'll get some of this stuff hit your inbox because there's lots and lots of product out there if you've missed out on it 20 years ago. On saying that, mm-hmm. um, I got a parcel from Will Poole in the week as well. Another thing to uh, a bit of medicine for me, he has given to the podcast to um, put up for auction some rare items. I'll show you one. I have one here. Have you ever seen this, sweetie? Is it the welcome singles, is it? It is the welcome singles. Yeah. It's in a lovely hard box. How many are in there? Four um, or five? Four. One, okay. two, three, four. We've got Heaven Sent, Beautiful Girl, Baby Don't Cry, and Taste It. All packaged up with the, hmm. the, the tape. Open up the Taste It one for a moment and just tell me if it's got the old granny on the front. Okay. And it's also got the not enough time as the double A song. It has side. got the old granny on the front. All right. And just have a look on what songs are on it. On the, look at the back. You've got Taste It, Taste It Youth 12 Inch Mix, Not Enough Time, the yep. um, Raphael Rosé yep. Rio yep. the, Mix. The R Mix, yeah. Yep, and then yep. Light the Planet. Yeah. Kirk song, I think. Yeah, so that particular one at the time when it was released in Australia, the taste of it, was effectively like a double A single, a bit like Penny Lane, Strawberry Fields. They put two singles on the one sort of thing called a double A, so it got both airtime for that. Whereas in America, Not Enough Time was a standalone single and was the lead single off that particular album. So interesting collection. Well done to you getting that. Well, well done to us. And also there's a really beautiful picture disc. Yeah. Um, I, I don't even know if it works. And it's um, it's a picture of the band Listen Like Thieves on one side, but it's square. Hmm. And then the other side, it says in excess in the graphics. And then it says the Wembley date underneath it. I've never wow. seen that before. Hmm. So that's post a, it up. Be great that's a, I will post it up and see what everyone thinks, but I think that would be um, worth to have in your collection. So yeah, it's sure. Hard to give these things away, Hayden. <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. Also, too, there's a little uh, thing we might post up and uh, through the uh, wonders of post production on this episode. B, there's a sample. There's, a, I think, a dance track out there going around recently from a outfit called the the Sound of Legend, uh, which is quite a sort of uh, you know self-confident name of an act. The song's called Dream On. Now, um, it's a reference to the Dream On, uh, Dream On White Boy, Black Girl in in excess, but 44 second mark on this particular uh, track by Sound of Legend is uh, an in excess sample of Original Sin. So I will send that to you, Bean, through the one that's a post-production. We might have been able to put it into this particular part of our podcast. To 
two other little things. Oh, go oh, on. Yeah. No, no, I thought you'd finish. No, go oh, well, on. I'm going to bring it down a tone in a moment. Okay. You add in. You add in before I go to well, the last two things. It might be on your list. Um, the um, the new car advertisement. I I did see that posted the other day, etc. There, you can go through that one. I haven't added it into my news, but uh, uh, what was it in relation to what ad? Um, Subaru. Subaru. And yes. what was the song? Um, and the song was your mat. Okay. Is that <laughs> on the TV or the radio? Or It's a TV advert right. of a car whizzing around and slide, and the car just keeps sliding, and then it's, yeah, it's really tastefully done. It, I want to buy the car, put it that way. Right, okay. Very clever. Well, 20 years ago, I would have had a real problem with bands selling out music for ads and things like that. But these days, with bands have been absolutely screwed in the revenue streams and album sales and whatever, there, yeah. um, uh, I have no no problem that they can find revenue sources. So yeah, well but also it goes with the tone of like the advert, the song. You know, it's yeah. very sexy. The car, it's a car advert that's super sexy as well. So it, I have no problem with it either. And getting it out onto the ears of everybody else there, so it's good. Well, sometimes these songs, and like, I mean, I think back to Lenny Kravitz, the the uh, song "Fly Away" became a number one hit in the UK because mm-hmm. they attached it to a Virgin ad at the time. So, uh, some of these uh, crossover promotions are done now. Um, now, a little bit of sad news during the week. Uh, for a lot of our listeners have second and third favourite bands and other bands they're into, but uh, unfortunately, the keyboard player from uh, Depeche Mode passed away uh, over the last week. Uh, I think his name was Andy Fletcher, and he was always uh, an interesting uh, part of the band. I think. Um, he often said, you know, I'm sort of the deciding vote when Martin and Dave are fighting. I generally have, I'm generally the, the one that has to take a side. So mm. he had quite a lot of power in the band. But, uh, yeah, it only passed away at 60. So uh, yeah. very sad. But um, uh, to all the Depeche fan listeners out there and the family, uh, kudos to you. And also another great actors of his time, Ray Liotta passed away mm-hmm. uh, whilst staying in the Dominican island, I think, on a uh, or Republic um, in the Caribbean there. Uh, passed away at 67, obviously one of the lead actors in Goodfellas and Field of Dreams and many other productions. Yeah, it's 67, a little bit too young. So uh, valet to both of those people, B. Yes, valet to both of them. It's very young, isn't it? And to die yeah. of natural causes as well. It's a bit scary. We haven't done the We're autopsy yet, but, um, yeah, it's been this horrible year where we've had too many mm. good people leave this planet. But um, mm. uh, the last thing we, we will mention, we can't mention specifics. We can't really even mention names involved or whatever there, but... Let's just say that there could be some sort of uh, project with Inexcess's name on it coming out soon. It's not a new album, but there is a, a project that's going on at this point in time, and we wish it the very best of success, and when we're allowed to say more, we will. For great collectors out there and great fans, uh, I don't think in any shape or form you'll be disappointed. No. We can, we can be generic enough as that without letting any cat out of the bag. So mm-hmm. we would like to whet the appetite. Um, we've been sworn to secrecy, um, mm-hmm. so we're going to leave it at that, okay? But uh, mm-hmm. get that little space in your collection ready to add something in. Some fake news coming, guys. Yeah. That was the news, Ben. Hi, this is Helen Kirkwood, also known as Fire of Love. You're listening to In Excess, Access All Areas. So tell all your In Excess mates. And now it's time for Clip of the Week. All right, B, we've got a little new segment for our listeners today, a little small sampler each week where uh, we're going to 
encourage listeners to go back and YouTube or dive deep on a particular clip. And my clip of the week, B, is in 1991, as they were promoting the X-Album tour, they played the Arsenio Hall show. Uh, and Arsenio was a great friend of the band. You've seen him at the MTV Awards in 88. But there's, uh, I think, a couple of songs where they get on to uh, Arsenio's show. Uh, they play Bitter Tears uh, and they play What You Need. Uh, and the band are really going for it in the crowd. Like, you know, talk about pre-mobile phone days and primal fun into the moment, none of this selfie stuff. Well, boy, the crowd are going ape droppings. And you can't really see the crowd much. There's a few back shots of the band looking out to the crowd. But there's this one lady, B. Now, I'm reliably told that you know this lady. She jumps onto the stage or, you know, where Michael's singing. Suddenly he turns around, she's there hugging him and she's planning a kiss on him. But she's almost done a Susan Lynn there where she just didn't want to let go. And then Susan Lynn told us that story, she just didn't want to let go. And Michael and Michael and then Tim sort of laughed and smiled and she went back into the crowd and the bouncers about to get her. But it was a very, very passionate live, you know, to studio TV show clip that you just wouldn't see these days. Yeah. And Michael's really getting into it. And B's got the black leather pants on, which I'm sure, <laughs> given it's a primal and Michael uh, he episode. He does look well hot. I must he, admit, he uh, looks amazing. I've he asked top, her about top of it. his game. I have asked her about it, obviously, right, okay. years ago. And, uh, yes, and yes. my recollection is that she had seen them, she, she followed them around on tour and they were at this show and she just, she was there and then she realised there was no barriers. Oh, I- <laughs> and she thought, if I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this now. And yeah. she didn't even give a th- another no. thought and she just went for it. We, we encourage everyone to go and have a look at it, have a laugh at it, post a blog <laughs> and send it to us. You know, let's put it into our chat rooms, have some fun with it. But that's my clip of the week, B. And next week, the new ball will be yours. You'll have a, a chance to dive deep on a, on a clip as well. So what's the time for now? Hey, this is Tim Farris. Big shout out to Hayden and B. Also want to say hello to all the listeners and NXS fans. Thanks for listening. I love you, Hayden and B. You're doing a great job. Keep it up. You're listening to In Excess, Access All Areas with Hayden and B. And now it's time for the topic of the week. All right, B. Well, uh, this is the the episode that probably uh, for 107 weeks, uh, the ladies out there and some of the guys and some of the blokes who are comfortable with their masculinity have been pretty keen to talk about. And that is Michael was probably the last of the real rock stars that could command and hold an audience. I mean, come on, Chris Martin from Coldplay. You, you, you know, if you weren't in Coldplay, you're probably working at IBM or something like that. You know, we look at uh, uh, other sort of uh, lead singers of bands, Maroon 5, you're probably working down on on the Hollywood Boulevard, uh, playing uh, for tricks there. There would be a lot of singers out there that probably cannot emulate Michael's rock god status. So we put the uh, the reaches out to our audience, just come up with what we thought was Michael's most primal moments uh, in his career. Now, it could be anything from a video clip. It could be from a, an interview. It could be from a, a record cover. Uh, it could be from a, uh, an interview. Anything. There was no real limits there. And, B, the uh, Fufa Valve has... Uh, blown its lid we've summarized so thank you to Carrie Ann our lovely duchy she sort of summarized a lot of people's uh, answers into about 40 or 50 uh, different uh, experiences of Michael we're going to rip through them relatively quickly one by one we're just going to talk a little bit about them but 
over the course of the next uh, seven days for next week's episode, we're going to calculate these into the top 10 with our ultimate winner going to be crowned uh, Michael's most primal moment. So, but I'm going to give you the new ball and let you start off with number one there. And it's been, I think, uh, sent through to us by Katie Louise, who's our famous uh, police officer in the UK. Is that right? She is. She is. Aren't we yeah. blessed of 30 years of Michael to pour over? I must admit, <laughs> it's been unbelievable. The interviews and the conversations have been pretty, um, hmm. <laughs> there's some personal ones here. But yeah, Katie, what did Katie say? She said, it's obvious for me from Michael, the one and only would be when he was on the bed with Paula. I mean, yes, those eyes, the crutch, um, the weakness of the knees, um, who can blame <laughs> her really, oh, and him. <laughs> well, look, they, there was bedroom eyes, literally on a bedroom mm. setting in a TV studio. So we, will, uh, we won't elaborate too much on these. We've got a lot to read through, but I think that's a very worthy pl- uh, starting point. Okay. Laurie Hayden, you can read that yeah. one out. Thank you, Laurie. Uh, number two there. Part of the video, not enough time when Michael wraps his arms around the woman under the water like he's going to pull her out. Very sensual. I also love Michael with the signal flares in either hand in the same video. Michael was on fire. Yeah. <laughs> and I think that's a great one. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. That whole uh, video is pretty hot, isn't he? So correct. Yeah, he's into that one. Okay. And my my gorgeous Joe Robbins. Hi, Joe. Um, Australia made for me, she says, backstage footage. Yeah, with Troy when he's interviewing Michael's pants. <laughs> Michael doesn't even think twice about unzipping and getting the Calvin Kleins out. They're pretty hilarious. So, yeah, that was a good one. And also melting in the sun stands out as a a very primal moment too. Yes, I agree. Yeah, absolutely. All right, number four, we've got Mm -hmm. uh, uh, Rachel, Rachel Parrish Teed. I think that's the pronunciation there. Uh, She likes the Lately V.O. at Wembley in the intro when he starts bouncing and nodding his head, makes me stop, and uh, who are we kidding? If we're talking primal, it's the taste of video. She's had had a little bit of a uh, double dip here, but that's okay. That's okay. Uh, We said earlier taste it was a uh, double-sided single. So uh, well done, Rachel. Over to you, number five, B. Oh, our lovely Ella. Hello, Ella, over in um, Amsterdam. Um, New sensation live at Wembley in 1991. Seeing Michael perform at his best. He was very happy and laughing, really engaging with the crowd. Michael's voice is incredible. Um, If you want to smile on your face and go watch that, it's guaranteed. Um, And also love the behind the scenes. Yes, the behind the scenes uh, at, at Wembley are really cool as well when he's talking about wearing glasses or wearing his contacts and not wearing the contacts and being scared of the crowd. If I read the, the first crowd. part of that, I thought mm. she was saying, I also love the behind. Oh, yeah, well, we all love <laughs> the behind. Fair enough. All okay, right. number six. Number six, uh, Anne Ray, uh, Michael at Wembley, stand a moment was what you need, bit of tears, kick devil inside. <laughs> oh, what the hell, the full concert. He was magnificent. He was the master and every everyone uh, and everyone was under his spell. I think that's mm. a pretty apt description. Okay, that's three for Wembley really, isn't it? Yeah. Okay, so that was number six. We're on to Jenny now, number seven. Jenny, Jenny Hall. Jenny Milton Hall. Um, yeah. The concert at uh, Rocker. Plast in Hamburg. Yeah, that was pretty cool. In, in 1984, I like that one too. I might reference onto this too. So it's literally a primal performance, definitely. When he's got that t-shirt on, he's ripping out his t-shirt. Oh my god, he's so sexy. And in in his element, just um 
gives me tingles down my spine and makes me giddy at the same time. I agree, Jenny. There's a, I think this is the part where his boots um, are a bit too tight or they're annoying him and he, he just sits on the floor and undoes his shoes and then does the rest of the performance barefooted. Oh. Very primal. Yes. Okay. okay number eight. All right, Susan Whitman. Uh, it really affects me when Michael sings "Searching the Ari Awards 906. Oh. He sings with his body and soul, and it really feels pain. Yeah. Uh, absolutely, this was his very last uh, live performance in Australia. It was a unique type of song to come out with, especially for an album that was twelve months away from being released, or maybe eight months away from being released. He didn't really look well. He had that black hair, and he had a sort of very pale, pasty sort of face. And the song was great. The other part was awesome was the camera work. They had the cameras on stage, almost in a 360 circular view of him. So I think the actual, what's not just a sort of a front shot of the, of the song, you sort of see it sort of almost circular around. It's three or four cameras, and I think it's a great one. Well done, Susan. I have to disagree with you saying that he looks ill. He didn't look well, not ill. ill. He, no, yeah. just a pasty and white and pale. Yeah. And black hair well, he was pissed sort of... off, wasn't he? There was that um, the, the yeah. bloody nanny had um, like yeah. done something and then Paula had Running to run police. home. Well, yeah. they all had to go the next day, oh, yeah. annoying. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, very annoying. Okay, um, so where were we? We're at number nine. <laughs> no, number nine, Jack Carlson, um, when he sings Room for the Memory, so powerful in Dogs in Space. Yeah, mm, yeah. it's a good song to go back and check out. A lot of people wouldn't have heard it, maybe don't know it, but it, it's a, it's a, it was a slow grower and it was a top 10 hit for him in Australia, so well done. All right, number 10. All right, uh, Veronica Patino. Michael, in all his sensuality and his heart, so he never tear us apart in the later special with Jules Holland. Yes, yes, good addition there. And, again, more subtle sexuality and, and primal stuff, B, more restrained. Yes, yes. I'm going no to restrain more, myself right now. Least, but no less of more affecting, you know, I should yes. say, or, you know, for, for Veronica. All right, number 11, Daniel Cremond. Yes, Daniel, front row and centre at Sydney's and Centennial Park in March 1992 at the Concert for Life with about 90,000 people there, only two metres away from Hutch and the band. Oh, so that's very personal. They were there. Yeah, mm. always jealous of that. I had a chance to go. I didn't go. Got the T-shirt, yeah. but yeah. Well done, Daniel. Next one, number 12, Teresa Couch, shooting in excess uh, September 6, 1997 at Chastain Park, followed by the interview for Michael Backstage for Atlanta Nights magazine. Now, is it, uh, Teresa, she was involved in shooting for in excess. I don't know. It sounds like she may have been. So mm. well done, Teresa. I'd love to know more about that one. Feel free to elaborate through our socials. Yes. Number 13, we've got Tracy McNamara, B. Okay. Our Michael, oh my goodness. Now, are you ready for this, girl? Is, is this the R rated uh, one? Okay. All right. Okay. Hello, ladies. Yeah. Okay. So I like how she spelled crutch. Anyway, our Michael did rub his crutch on my head. Um, front row Parramatta Leagues Club. Also, I have photos where he was he has pulled the ribbons out of my hair and put them around his bare chest. Yes. Wow. I can't breathe as it is, you know. Um, best it's memories ever. Hey, <laughs> I'm going to have to take my scarf off. Um, yeah. That was um, 1983, and he said, uh, I was very overwhelmed and not off. And um, saying how old I was, I'm not going to say, if only I had turned back time. Oh, my goodness, you okay. lucky woman. Tracy, you got to share these pics for the ladies on here uh, <laughs> who are who are, who are uh, salivating at the prospect. All right, number 14, great friend of the show, Lisa Calloway. Uh, there's, there's a few firsts that, come to me in the mystified video where he's sitting at the piano with Andrew and he pulls his hair back into a ponytail. Don't know why, but it's just so sexy. Then another is, of 
course, not enough time. The whole video is just amazing. The third is taste. If there's no one on the planet who could resist that. Interesting, Lisa. Well done to you. Very, very good. Okay, Lisa. Um, I hope you well, actually. We haven't heard from Lisa for a very long time. Okay. Um, Mary Jane Gibson, when he says he's feeling really, really feeling in mystified, hey, when he's saying feeling really feeling in mystified, what does that mean? <laughs> uh, it doesn't read quite simply. Mm-hmm. Um, when he's saying feeling really feeling in mystified, maybe, uh, maybe, Maybe the way he sings it creates a feeling. I, yes. I guess you might need to clarify. All right, mm-hmm. number 16, we'll move quickly. Uh, Michael's a Smashing Pumpkins fan. I recorded a live uh, Chicago concert of them that aired late on uh, TV at night. The next night, NXS was performing in Wisconsin, and I had a backstage pass. Oh. I, brought, I brought the VHS tape of the Pumpkins with. I was fortunate to go to their hotel lobby oh. afterwards. I handed the tape. I handed Michael the tape and told him what was on it. Mm. He opened the VHS case and held out his hand. $2, please. You didn't rewind. (laughs) (laughs) How embarrassing, but we both laughed. Oh, Uh, that's fun. So for anyone who's uh, probably born after 1986, um, yes, you used to get penalised if you didn't uh, rewind your video before taking it back to the store. (laughs) Hello, George Costanza. (laughs) <laughs> okay. All right then. Can you say Bill's um, surname for me? I'm gonna try. Bill with lots of N's, lots of E's, and R's and N's and G's. Okay, part of the Gone original right. Hutchies. <laughs> Okay. Right. Okay. Yeah. I met Michael Hutchins in King's Cross Fishbowl. He went back to his apartment, maybe, um, yep. uh, in 1996. Mm, interesting. Well done. Okay. Yeah. All right. Next one, a quick one here. <laughs> Sherry DeArmond. All of them. Yes. <laughs> okay. Uh, I might flip to 19 quickly. We've got Magic Van La. My top moment was when I saw Michael on a concert in the Netherlands in 1991 and smiling at me. It was priceless. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. What a great memory. Over to good friend Val here, B, number 20. Val Dorset. My most mind-blowing moment was at Wembley when right at the front, Michael decided to come down singing Wildlife. As he came by, he shook my hand and I, sh- I felt in shock. And being very young, I went goo-goo gaga. <laughs> well done. Well done. Well done. All right. I might rip through two here quickly. Uh, we've got Laura Levar. Uh, I love a lot of moments from Michael, but uh, first uh, one that came to mind is when he gave a kiss to Andrew at the Wembley concert. Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah. That was so sweet of him. A tender and a lovely man's moment. What do you think? Very sweet. We think so. And quickly here, we've got Maramura from Instagram. Taste it. Love can never tear us apart. I think she's, might, might, don't need to get the love bit out. I, I think, think she's, she's talking she's, about the videos to you. Uh, yeah, I reckon. Well, but love can never tear us apart. I think she's getting a bit of the Joy Division song um, mixed up, but maybe <laughs> we'll just go taste it, never tear us apart, Suicide Blonde, and so much many more. Thank you, mm-hmm. Mara Mara from Instagram. Okay. Patty 2269. Oh, yeah. 2269. Yeah. Like it. Yeah. Um, live, baby, live, where he's feeling his own vibes, literally love. And she's got a few tongues and hearts and, <laughs> um, <laughs> and fires there. Um, good Mar01 Instagram. So 
many to choose from. Probably the first one that comes to mind is Oz for Africa in 1985. What an awesome event to be part of, broadcast internationally as part of Live Aid, which was a huge honour, um, I'm sure, for the band. And such a responsibility for Michael out front to showcase the best of Australia had to offer. Um, I vividly remember sitting there glued yep. to the screen. That's nice. Yeah, and, and you know, back in the days growing with four TV stations, that being the biggest thing on TV, you know, for that year and that decade almost, uh, and NXS being chosen as the Aussie band to represent Australia was huge. I remember they mm-hmm. played Don't Change and What You Need from Memory and, uh, it, yeah, beamed out. And, again, very, very important sort of milestone for them. Moving down to, I think, number 24 there, we've got the Mama Mac, I think, on Instagram. I'm more of an auditory person and a vocalist myself, so I have to go with the first time I heard Need You Tonight. The dynamics and passion in the way Michael's little lyrics, lyrics really hit me, I could feel the emotion he was trying to convey. When a singer does that, I'm in for a deep dive into their work. Nice. Now, I know Bon, I think that's credit to Chris Murphy and the vocal and pushing the vocal up live, but I know Bono was very jealous uh, but envious of just the almost the soothing tones when Michael was singing that and other sort of tracks from Kick. You know, it was the vocals are right up close but personal and subtle, and I think that sort of resonated, you know, with why the track, you know, did so well, you know. So uh, great. Uh, great contribution there. Okay, you've scrolled along a little bit. I'm struggling. Uh, do you want to scroll right, back up a bit? No, no, you did it. You did no? that one. Okay. Yeah. Okay. The, the Mama right. Mac. Yeah. So, so 25 was just Leo, uh, Leo Flora, just for Wembley. Thank you. I know yeah. short and sweet, but still very, very important to hear from that. Mm-hmm. Number 26 for you, Dee? Yeah. Sherry Summer, 18, um, who is actually uh, an author and has re- written a couple of books loosely uh, about Michael. So um, I yep. should uh, get out there and uh, find her name, Sherry Summer, 18. The One Thing video was one of the first videos I saw when I got MTV. And the very first In Excess video I saw, I found Michael mesmerizing captured by his attention instantly and um, the whole band was great all gorgeous but michael drew me in stark quality claire eekman and um, for claire, instagram claire eekman yep yeah australia yep. may concert australia day 1987 michael and jimmy oh yeah arm in arm absolutely belting out good times as the finale best day of my young 17 year life over to you, Sammy. Okay, I think it's Sammy Ryan, artist. Love, kiss, hug, whatever, Instagram. Okay, I love the Brixton concert in October the 28th, 1994 from London. Michael's incredible. Michael was for, the, was for the whole concert. New sensation. Oh, my God. Great rhythm of the band. In excess rock that concert. Plenty of emojis. <laughs> uh, the next one there, David uh, Ulak. He's loved the performance of The Loved One with Molly Meldrum uh, on Countdown. The start quality was clear and you knew it was just a, a matter of time before he was going to set the music world on fire. So this was probably back in the 1981 era. Such performances are delightful to watch back now despite not knowing in excess until Listen Like Thieves in 1985 when my cousins uh, went to see the boys. So thank you, David. Great little uh, story there. Thank you. Amy Masinga, um, yeah. she's got a nice list going here. Yes. Um, she's emailed this to us. And um, yes. The director's cut of Tasted, who pays yeah. the price a minute when one um, fifty at Wembley, um, time video ninety three, suicide blonde at uh, Wembley, cut the roses down video, Michael on the bed with Paula. Wow, 
yeah, great list. Absolutely. And, and I, like, I like people who can't make their mind up, B, and they, they, <laughs> get, they put extras. That's fine. It's nice to see. Okay. What number are we up to? Here, 31, Natalie. Okay. All right. Natalie Correglio at their kick to in Sydney. Michael drank water from a glass on stage and tossed water into the audience. The water mm-hmm. hit my face, and I was so excited and felt privileged. I thought I was in heaven. Oh. Also, also in his song, Mediate, I, I caught one of the signs he threw into the audience. Best concert ever. Well oh, done, Natalie. I hope she's still got that. How cool. Yeah. yeah. And over to Lazar, Lazar Watson, seeing his last concert and song Pit, at Pittsburgh, Suicide Blonde, and never getting to see him in Australia for the Lose Your Head tour. Mm. I guess uh, he's part of the Michael Hutchins of NXS. You were and still are a rock guard site, a mm. rock guard site. So thank you, Larry. Um, mm-hmm. Over to you, B. Donna Day. I think the, the, the next three are from the Michael Hutchins of yes. NXS. You were and still are a rock god. Yeah. Seeing um, them at the State Theatre with Susie and the Banshees as the yep. opening act. Oh my God, just to be um, that close was amazing. Yeah. Um, Leanne, um, see, seeing him the first time in concert in 1993. And Brenda, um, when I met him and the band, they were playing at the um, festival hall in Melbourne yeah. got some merch off them but moving around I lost it all Aww. and that's so sad mm. all right now the, the one's down the bottom here this is BBBBB <laughs> is that is that the B I know who I'm with you yeah I've got that's Jules me. Holland on the piano never tear us apart on the cheer with Paula when she says those trousers look a little tight to me <laughs> that's the 986 one there I think mm-hmm. you put uh, vocal the end of each are tight uh, you're one of my kind I think Mm-hmm. Uh, roll, rolling of those brown eyes in all the interviews, <laughs> taking off boots on stage. You mentioned in a concert uh, in Hamburg, uh, 984. Yeah. Okay. So, and so, what are yours? Um, look, I think I, I'm a bit of a fan of Laurie's one, Not Enough Time, you know, with just the, mm-hmm. the vocal and he, he looks healthy and he looks happy and, mm-hmm. you know, uh, you know, he's, he's the pimply phase is gone and the long sort of hair of the 80s is gone and, I like that musical face. So, uh, and he delivers that song in such a great way. And it's, you know, talk about mm-hmm. the song a lot, but I think that particular one's there. I think, you know, uh, there's, there's lots there. I might to have a little bit of a chance to park it over the week and come back when we do our refine list. But um, we've got, you know, lots and lots of ones that we've mentioned here and, and still feel free everybody to email in, send things in, you know, we'd love to still get, keep getting responses. This is just a sample list so far of, of some, but feel free to keep communicating, send them in, text, messenger, social media, wherever you, you know, we are. But what we're going to try and do is just as I said, collate and look at the overall mix and come out with our top 10 next week with the, uh, ultimate uh, announcement of the winner be or the winning moment. Yeah. 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 Really cast your net on this. I mean, there's, there's so many other like images of Michael, you know, he was very in touch with um, mm. his body and how it moved. And, you know, he was quite happy to put the man liner on and put a pair of tights and a pair of Dr. Martins on and, or mm. run around his vineyard. You know, there's some beautiful photos that have been taken of our gorgeous man. Um, what we're going to do is we're going to try and put a little video Video together um, that that's um, in the hands of Genevieve and then Laurie is going to get the poll together Now the poll will be sitting on the website we will get a link onto the social medias and you will only get to cast one vote uh-huh. okay okay yes. and then hopefully if we can get this to work next Sunday not this Sunday next Sunday we will be able to stop (laughs) the voting and Mm. then we'll be able to um, come back to you probably the following week Mm -hmm. 
all right. If we can keep the polling and results hidden a little bit too, that'd be good towards the end. And, you know, I don't know how we do that, but. Uh, uh, <laughs> I'm not sure way. we can. <laughs> all right. But that was a fun part A of our uh, Michael Primal Sexy Moments B. I guess it's now time to uh, go to the wrap. This is Sheila from Birmingham, Alabama. Hey, this is Susan from Cincinnati, Ohio. Hi, this is Maitie from Montreal, Canada. <laughs> this is Suzanne from Los Angeles, California. And that's a wrap. Probably that's a wrap. Episode 107, you know, probably a two-parter uh, in the can. Always fun sort of doing these particular deep dives into things that are, you know, I guess... Uh, fanboy and fangirl uh, related where people can sort of just, I guess, reminisce about their favourite moments of, uh, in this case, their favourite singer. Yeah, yeah, it was really good. Thank you. I really enjoyed um, reading everybody's little notes there. So, yeah, keep them coming. Yeah. I'm sure there's lots more out there. I love the personal ones, though. <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess I guess in a way that has been a lot of fan engagement this week, but is there anything outside sort of that particular topic, B, that you wanted to share uh, some fan engagement uh, that's come through? I just want to also mention how you can engage with us because there's so many places that I find you all. So recently I've met a really nice guy called Shane. He's inboxed us on our Facebook page um, and that's really cool. We've had a really good conversation. He is an uber fan and he says, get a party together and I will bring all my NXS mates. So I'm really looking forward to meeting Shane at some point. And um, hmm. the, other, the other places, if you're on the um, website, uh, either um, Laurie, myself or Daniela there, you can just click and have a little chat with either of us at any point. Or if you just want to leave a message, you can leave a message via that um, forum too. Obviously, Instagram and um, Twitter are also some places that you can engage with us and on, on any subject. That's right. And as, uh, as long as it's in excess, obviously. Yeah, and a big <laughs> shout-out to, I think, Darren Jones who's helping uh, and just collaborating a little bit with uh, Paul Curtis, uh, not Paul Curtis, uh, Curtis, I should say, on our video, but with a few little songs. But how's that tracking along? So that's going to be exciting when that gets released. Yeah, a very little, ex- A little video weekend and things. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I've actually been thinking about how we going to launch it I think it would be quite nice just for us and the patrons to watch it all together what do you reckon maybe maybe yeah, yeah. I maybe reckon we- if that concert is on in November, maybe we can have just the preview. That yeah. <laughs> yeah. Live now, Rabin, live. Uh, so uh, we'll see. We'll see. Also, too, B, uh, I guess related to Darren also, too, um, we often have prizes and auctions and things going. But thankfully, we did have a little bit of a competition that was a little special announcement in the last episode uh, where we're able to uh, have a prize, which is the, I think, one by one. And I think it's a listen like these. Is that the other track? Correct. Yes. Both of the rock and roll tracks there in a vibe special promo vinyl uh, album, which would, if we auctioned off, we'd probably get a lot for it, but we've yeah. decided to give it away mm-hmm. uh, to patrons and those who come on to the patron program, Silver and Above. So if you're not a patron yet, you've got about three, four more days to become one. Yeah, we've got a whole lot of names already have answered correctly, but you can still answer correctly, uh, which was, uh, I think the question was, what were the support bands playing in the warm-up uh, for NXS at the Rock and Royals? And whether you get one, two, three, or four of the warm-up bands, you are eligible to go into the hat, B's famous hat, to win the special vinyl promo copy. Emailing uh, only, please. Email guys. only, yes. yes. Yes, email only. And what so is that, it, Hayden? What's the email? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. 
in excess. That's I N X S. And then it's A A A at gmail.com. <laughs> Surely I have to break down in excess anymore uh, in the email. But anyway, and the last couple of little things, as I said, we're going to, as I said, look forward to next week's episode where we go part two. But uh, we're going to go out today with a little bit of a, uh, a double tribute today. We're going to go with a little bit of a tribute interview. Now, I haven't heard this yet, B. I think I may have heard it years ago and maybe you've described it to me today. But Michael is talking a little bit about the sort of, I guess, the rock star notion. And maybe the interviewer has talked about the faded rock star question. So I'm very keen to listen back to this little part when you add it in. But also in addition to that, I'm going to go out with a song that probably has been very popularly mentioned today that is very, very primal. We haven't really played it on here before, but we will go out with Taste It today. Uh, and we might go out with one of the interesting dance mixes, but one of these extended little ones there that really allow you to lie back in your bed, <laughs> open up the drawer next to you, okay? And... And when you do open up that drawer next to you, put that particular device, which is a photo, <laughs> a photo of Michael next to your bedside table, lie back on the bed, okay, shut your eyes, okay. Oh, you're steaming my glasses up. Grab Stop your it. right, oh my grab, God. grab your hand and rub your face <laughs> and slap yourself in the head and say, don't go there. Just fantasize about Michael. <laughs> it's a goodbye from me. It's a goodbye from me. Bye. <laughs>
So I'd like to give a mention to Glenn Davis, Danielle and Carmen this week. Um, our thoughts are with you all. See you all next week. In the meantime, check out our website inaccessaccessallareas.com and we've added a new page for all the tribute bands around the world. If you are a tribute band out there and you'd like to be part of it, get in touch and email us at inaccessaaa at gmail.com. Bye bye. Never.